Let me guess, you signed up for every free lead magnet and binged on every marketing YouTube video and thought, what am I missing? Why isn't my business exploding like that? Well, I can tell you, you're not alone. Whether you're just getting started or have an established business, entrepreneurship can be really lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Overcoming your fear of launching or building your personal brand or figuring out how to scale, it shouldn't be holding you back. It should be empowering you. On this podcast, we're going to deep dive into the mechanics of what it takes to build your brand, make your mark, and stake your claim in the digital marketing space. I'll be chatting with people from all walks of life and stages in their careers. I will be getting inspiration from real experts who will share their actual strategies and techniques to grow loyal and raving followings and sell more stuff. This is entrepreneurship from people who are already there making it happen. My name is Jeff Mendelson. Join me and welcome to the One Big Tip Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today I'm really excited to have with me Gianni Cara on the line. He is the co-founder of Brandcast Lab, a full-service boutique podcasting agency for busy entrepreneurs. He has worked as a personal brand strategist for, for several personal brands and has helped grow them to seven and eight figures, which is really an, an amazing feat. So we're going to talk a little bit about using your podcast as a component of your sales funnel, how a podcast is really important for getting your message out there. And we're just really going to pick Gianni's brain on the best tips available. So Gianni, welcome to the show. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me here. Super excited to share some stuff about podcasting today. Thank you for joining me. Can you please tell us a little bit about about who you are, how you started the Brandcast uh, Lab, and you know basically wh- uh, what you guys do in your space. Sure. So yeah, podcast was something that I realized its power after you know starting working at a, in a personal brand for one of those entrepreneurs you mentioned. In the beginning, I'm more like a writer guy. So when I started working with those personal brands, the first thing that I tried out was to help them create content, uh, you know, that is related to writing, especially Quora. I helped one of those entrepreneurs get 2 million views on Quora with in just one month or two. Uh, I also helped them get into top publications like Forbes, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur Magazine, Inc., and et cetera. And we're kind of getting some great results out of that. You know, uh, we are exposing their brands to a lot of new, a lot of their audience, but we're not getting the results we're looking for. So by chance, one of those entrepreneurs just came to me and said, you know what? Podcast is uh, getting a lot of attention lately. Why don't we just start one and see what happens? And, you know, in the beginning, I was a little bit skeptical. I have to be honest, because I knew that, that would require a lot of work uh, with the production, with the growth and everything that entails having a podcast. But as we move forward, you know, I realized how many connections it was possible to build and relationships through the podcast and, and how we could build a connection and an emotional connection and a bond with the audience that was really hard to create anywhere else, right? Because Yes, on Facebook, you can connect with other people. You can have people commenting on it, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But podcasting, you can have someone to listen to your whole episode for like 30 minutes, 20 minutes, or even one hour. And just looking at some statistics, you can see that, you know, 93% of people, they usually listen to the whole podcast or at least most of the podcasts. 
And that's a kind of amazing stat to understand just how powerful the podcast is. And throughout this experience, I, I've came to see, you know, all the connections we built. Just to give you an idea, one of these entrepreneurs, uh, he launched a book on Amazon that had the contribution of 12 people he met on the podcast itself. All those 12 people said yes, just because he managed to build that connection for the podcast. Um, today, we are close to 18,000 downloads a month for the podcast, which might not seem a lot. But, you know, when he, when he goes to events to speak or even just, you know, attending events, there are a lot of people who come to him and say, hey, man, I feel like I know you for so long. And that's kind of the relationship that you're able to build with the podcasting. And through those experiences, I just realized, you know, I like doing all the personal branding thing from, you know, thinking about a strategy, understanding your positioning, etc., but if I have to choose one, two to actually build a connection with your audience and also build your network, I guess, you know, the podcast is the one that I would choose every single time. What's really interesting about this, right? Uh, so I can tell you from my experience, right? This is my second podcast that I launched. First one didn't really crash and burn, but it was just, you know, like we both sort of lost interest. We we're in different places in our lives at the time. And it never really got past, you know, like the first 10 episodes. This one, however, has got, you know, you know, has definitely got some legs. I have a lot of uh, recordings already built up into the future. And a lot of people have different motivations for creating podcasts, right? But, you know, right. let's stick with the, with, with what I think would be the most important one, which is, which is to make money, right? Is to, right. <laughs> you know, build up your, it's just, which is to build up your brand, to, br- to build up your reputation. And what's amazing about it is that while investing in a good mic, investing in a good, uh, you know, in a good recording software, you know, and all that, all that's fine and good, right? You don't really need it in order to get started, right? I think people are a little bit more forgiving. You know, like even if you start out, you know, with just your AirPods or your headphones, you know, at least to start until you actually get your sea legs with it. But I think that the holy grail for creating a podcast is building it as an integral part of your sales funnel, right? right? And that's really, you know, that's really where this gets interesting. And this is, you know, this is a great segue into your one big tip. How can you transform your podcast into an integral part of building your personal brand and to create a working sales funnel for your business? Yes, thanks for asking this, Jeff. Uh, it's interesting because a lot of the times when you know I open up for people to ask me questions, you wouldn't believe how many people actually came, come to me and ask, oh, which mic should I be buying? I'm thinking of starting a podcast. You know, uh, what's the best equipment? And really, you are just one Google away from that answer, you know, and uh, there is so much more decisions that you have to make when you launch a podcast that if you are just stuck on that, you know, it's going to get harder <laughs> as you move forward. So just pick one mic, you know, don't, don't think too much about that and think about the most important thing, which is the content you are creating and how you're distributing this content to your audience. And I guess, you know, um, one of the things a lot of people are not using right now is social media advertising to get in front of their audience more often and at the right time as well. So as you start with a podcast, you have one pilot content, you know, that could last for 20 minutes, could last for 30 minutes or one hour, but still 
is a long form content that you can shop it up, you know, and just redistribute it everywhere on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Of course, it's important you understand each one of those platforms and you create a, you know, a content and that you transform that content from the podcast into something that works on all those platforms. But once you have those content, you know, you can easily advertise and get more people to join what I call the top of the funnel. And the top of the funnel is where you start getting new listeners. So you start attracting new listeners. And also, and this is a very important thing because most of the time as marketeers, we're only thinking about how can we invest our budget to attract more people? While I believe we should also invest in some of our budget into nurturing the people who are already following you, right? Because even if you have a lead magnet and you are getting those people into your email list, let's get real here. You know, attention is tough nowadays. And if you, if you send an email every week, those people might open one once a week, once a month, you know, and the open rates today is 20 to 25%. Even the lead magnet itself, how many of those people actually read the lead magnet, uh, which of course is part of the touch points that you are trying to create to move people from A, where they are just getting to know your brand, until the last point where you know they, the sales happen. So thinking about that, you know, the first thing you have to do in, in this funnel system that I created for the podcast is understand what kind of content, what kind of beliefs do you want to plant into your audience's mind so that they can start moving from point A and to get into point B. So if you think that about that before you start recording the episodes and you understand, okay, this is the kind of information I have to put in front of my audience so that they can get from the first touch point and move to the last, then you start looking at each episode differently and you start taking the pieces that really matter. So just to give you an example here, um, let's say that you are trying to sell coaching, right? And we know that maybe part of your audience believe that coaching, uh, everybody, every not, everyone today can be a coach, right? So you have to get past Seems like that. everyone today is a coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks like, right? I mean, it's hard to, to tell them that they're wrong. So if this is a limiting belief they have and you're trying to sell coaching, you're going to get you're going to have to get past that limiting belief before you actually start selling them your services, right? So if you can create some content, you know, be intent, be intent, create some intention behind, behind the content you're creating on the podcast and then take a snippet that totally touch on that idea and use that in the top of your funnel. So the top of your funnel is basically getting to Facebook, Instagram, and if you're doing video with a podcast, even better because video is what works best. But if not, you can still create a, an audiogram. And with that audiogram, you can first start attracting new people through just you know Facebook advertising or Instagram. But you also want to make sure that everybody who's already consuming your content also uh, go through those touch points starting with the top of the funnel. And why video? Because video is the cheapest kind of advertising on Facebook. I mean, for most of my clients, I'm spending right now one cent per through play. Through play is basically, it means that people at least watch it 50, 15 seconds of your video. 
So what that means is that with $30 a month, which is $1 a day, you can reach out to as much as, much as 3,000 people a month with just one video. So you can have a very little, very small budget and still reach out to a lot of people by just investing in video advertising on Facebook and Instagram. And that's where you start. Yeah, sorry, you... You want me to ask it? No. So, all right. So, just so I'm clear, because you jump from uh, you jump from the podcast to the video part. Are you talking about taking the podcast, making the audiogram, which is the visual representation of your audio, right, with the little waveforms going across? Is that the video that you're talking about, or are you talking yeah. about actually recording video of you, you know, like uh, you know, like Howard Stern style, actually recording yourself talking to the mic? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Sorry for jumping that. What I, what I usually do with my clients is even if they are just doing audio, I try to convince them, you know, let's do at least once in a while, one episode where it's only video. That way we can take uh, parts of that video and use that on advertising. But if, you're, if you really don't want to do video, you can still use the audiograms, which is what you just explained. And that also works well. You know, it's not as good as the video, but it still works really well. And you just start using at the top of the funnel. And like I was saying, usually at the top of the funnel, I try to tap into the limiting beliefs of my audience. So that's the first thing I try to focus on, on those ads. And what Facebook and Instagram let, lets you do is basically you can retarget people who watch it that first video. So let's say if people watch it 50% of that first video, then I want people to also watch my second video. And that's something that is really hard any, to do in any other platforms, even on emails, right? I mean, you can send five emails and you, you know that if people read email one, two, and three, they will get into a mindset in, that they will be more willing to buy from you. But now you can, but it's hard to get people to actually open and read all those three emails. Through Facebook and Instagram, you can create that sequence where People first consume the, the, the content number one, and only if they consume it, let's say 50% of the video, then you move them to the middle, what I call middle of the funnel, where they start consuming other type of video. And if you want to talk about the middle of the funnel, yeah, go on, Jeff. No, I was just going to say that's a uh, that's a pretty amazing strategy. I mean, so basically what you're doing is that you're layering camp you're layering Facebook campaigns, right? You have one Facebook campaign that, you know, that brings in as many people as possible. And that's actually doing a measure of how many of them are engaging with your content. Then with the with the subset of people that are uh, that are consuming the content, then you give them more either more of the same or lead them down the warmer path exactly to making that uh, to making that sale right so you're not just doing one campaign you're actually doing two three four campaigns that are actually layered on top of each other for a very specific for very specific purposes that's a very good explanation and you know the i mean most marketers we would like just to get one person from a facebook advertising to a funnel and sell them on our products and, you know, if you're selling an ebook for $9 or, you know, a low ticket offer, that could happen, but you'd still struggle to make a profit out of that. But if you're trying to sell, you know, a service that costs your client $1,000 a month or a course that, you know, costs some, some, somewhere between that price, uh, you're going to struggle to sell it straight away, right? So the way you do that is you can 
And you can do that also if you don't have a podcast, right? I mean, I'm just using a podcast here as an example because I think podcast is the best medium to create authentic content and also to leverage uh, the credibility of your guests as well, which is very important in the middle of the funnel because as soon as people interact with your first piece of content on Facebook or Instagram and they raise their hands and say, okay, I've watched 50% or more of this content. I'm interested. Uh, I want to know more about you, more about this topic. So at this time, Facebook will find the right time because, you know, Facebook has an incredible algorithm to help you figure out the exact time to show each content that you create and you put there. And at that point, you start building credibility with your audience, right? And one way to build credibility with your audience is by showing them that, for instance, if you are you know, in the business world and you had an interview with Jay Abraham and you know that your audience trusts Jay Abraham and knows how big of a deal he is, then of course, you want to show your audience that these are the kind of people that you're connecting with, right? So by association, you're building credibility, you're building your authority, and you know they are feeling more and more interested and in getting to know and your trust you're basically speeding up the, tr- the, bu- the trust building process with your audience through the middle of the funnel. I can tell you from experience, that's exactly what happens because, you know, it, it, there's something really intimate about a podcast in general, you know, like, you know, people are giving you time to literally be in their heads, right? They put the uh, headphones exactly. on and you're literally between both ears and it's up to you to, you, you know, to bring the content to bring the energy, but to also bring the knowledge and to, you know, and to create that connection so that people do understand that you are a likable, trustworthy, and, you know, the effective person that would be able to help me get my job done. So. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and it's raw, you know, it's like, it's not like a video where you create a script and then you get yourself in front of the camera and, you know, you can be authentic and everything, but with a podcast, it's just a conversation. It is what it is. You know, it's what's happening out there. And people kind of feel that, you know, and it it helps to build trustworthy because of that. And of course, you ultimately, a lot of those people who are starting to follow you on Instagram or Facebook, you know, they'll, they'll see your brand. They will want to know more about you. They will go to Google and they will search for your podcast and they will start following you and subscribe to your podcast as well. So there you have another opportunity for people to receive a notification every single month every single week, sorry, if you are doing a weekly podcast and, you know, listen to maybe a full episode, maybe part of it. And I guess one very important thing to have at that point is to make sure that you are collecting those leads into your email list, right? And having a lead magnet is super helpful. If you have the time and or someone who can help you, what I really advise doing is having what I call a content upgrade. And that's super easy to do with a podcast because, for instance, uh, the guys from Hustle and Flowchart, which is a great podcast. If you guys never heard about it, go check them out. But what they do is basically they have someone taking notes throughout the podcast. And, you know, after that, basically what they do is they, they put those notes into a kind of actionable PDF. And if you want to have access to that actionable PDF, what you do is basically you give them your email and they will give you the PDF. So 
when, once they are going through the podcast, you just say, and by the way, at the end of the podcast, if you want to implement what we're talking here, we are taking notes for you. Don't worry about that. You know, you can listen to it relaxed and I'll give you the content upgrade afterwards. And all you have to do is just to give us your email. And that's a very good opportunity. That's because an amazing also- idea. I didn't think about doing I didn't think about doing something like that. You know, just taking notes and creating the action plan, or e- even if it's an infographic, right? It's it's another piece of content that you can use to create, you know, to create something actionable, which is actually, you know, a, a big point of this podcast as well, right? It's the one big tip. It's the one thing. And so far, I think you dropped like five tips. So, you know, we all got big bonuses <laughs> today. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sorry about that. No, no, th- no, this is great. This is, this is great stuff because what happens at the end of the day is that you're creating this, uh, you're creating this level of stickiness, right? This body of knowledge that can then also be repurposed into other mediums. So if you take this uh, PDF and you create uh, notes about it, great. You can turn that into an infographic, right? Infographics are great, you know, for Instagram or for Pinterest. You can take the audiogram and put it on YouTube. YouTube, you know, even when you put it in, if you title it, tag it, and put a good enough description in there, you know, maybe people aren't going to so much watch your YouTube channel, but they will, you know, it does help in in building more links, you know, back to your site, which is also very, very important. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, and I mean, I think it boils down to attention, right? I mean, we know how hard it is to first grab people's attention, but I think a lot of marketers are not thinking about the afterwards, right? You, you, grab, you grab people's attention, but now just sending them an email every week is not enough, right? You have to kind of be every, everywhere. You have to create that omnipresence. And, you know, because people, they, they have a very weird kind of cons- way of, to consume content, Right. At one time, they are at LinkedIn, then they close LinkedIn, they go to Instagram. And if you can show up as much as you can, and with videos, you can do that very cheaply, you know, by just having those audiograms or the videos, if you can record a few of the episodes on video and use that, you know, starting with the top of the funnel, then moving people to the middle of the funnel. And, you know, after they watch some of the content in the middle of the funnel, that's when you move them to the bottom of the funnel. And then this is the classic part where I guess every marketing knows how to do, which is basically showing your offer, creating urgency, showing testimonials. And by the way, one different way that you can use a testimonial here is if you had a great case study, you had a great case, you know, great success with one of your clients, you can invite your client to your podcast and interview your clients so that you can show the transformation from when you started working together to where your client is today. And you can use that as a piece of content instead of just your customer talking to the camera and saying, oh, Gianni is amazing. I worked with Gianni and he helped me doing this, this, and this. And it's going to feel much more natural. And, you know, there are some value bombs that you can drop throughout the episode so that people are actually getting value, even if they don't, even, even if they don't want to proceed and work with you at the end of the day. Amazing advice. Thank you so much for that. Gianni, can you please let everyone know how they can uh, reach out to the Brandcast uh, Lab and how they can uh, get in contact with you directly if they'd like to learn more? Of course. So I plan to do something special for the episode, for the podcast. So they can go directly to brandcastlab.com forward slash OTP, which is one big T. OTP, no, I'm sorry. O-B-T, yeah. O-B-T. <laughs> OBT, I'm sorry. 
And there is a lead magnet there, which explain exactly how to transform your podcast into a funnel system. And uh, of course, it's free and they just need to give their email away and they will be able to download this lead magnet. Amazing stuff. Gianni, thank you so much for putting that together. I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me and the audience today. And I wish you the best of success moving forward. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure, Jeff. 